here with the one and only Ashley. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, doing good, thank you. I just was giving Ashley a kind of summary of my really exciting life today. Um, I had a bin fiasco, food all over the floor, all outside. So we've had some great chat, but this podcast is going to be more exciting than bin chat. Um, but I kind of feel like that's been the disaster of the day. Have you had any disasters today? I have not yet had any disasters, but on the bin chat, um, our bins have been on strike. So they're just piling up in the garden for the cats to open up. Lovely. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's such a metaphor for life in some ways. Do you know, like I sometimes feel like my back garden is full of bin and um, mm. sometimes the rubbish collects, eh? Um, but actually today on our Advent podcast, welcome back guys, um, we are thinking about the miracle of Christmas. Um, and yeah, sometimes life does feel like we've got a back garden full of bins, full of rubbish that we can't seem to shift. Or maybe our rubbish is like spilled all out all over the floor and it's caused a big mess in our lives. And so if that is you guys, you're not on your own. And um, hopefully this podcast today will help you guys to know that um, God is with you and has good things in the middle of the rubbish stuff. Um, but obviously it's an Advent podcast, so I want to know, Ashley, like, what are you getting excited about for Christmas? Oh, well, I am obsessed with Christmas. Christmas is my time to thrive. I love it. I just feel like it's so jolly and happy. In fact, behind my camera, I have a naked tree and I'm really excited to decorate my tree and listen to Christmas music. And I love watching those like kind of random rubbish Christmas movies with my mum. I love them. I just eat all that Christmas stuff up. I love it. Well, importantly then, what would be your like, you said rubbish Christmas film, like what would be your top one? Oh, Okay, well, this is not a rubbish one, but my top one is The Holiday. That's, that's not just rubbish. It's a great film. No, that's not one of the rubbish ones. That's like a, a really good one. <laughs> okay, top one. I saw that Netflix had Love Actually out again. And then I remember, this is how old I am, guys. I'm ancient. I remember going to see that in the cinema and I think I was like 14. And I, I think it's a 15 rated film. And I got like well excited. <laughs> I got into 15 when I was 14 years old because basically I looked like I was 10 for most of my teenage years. Um, so it's been around, those films have been around for a really long time. Yeah, they have. They're iconic. <laughs> and your tree, do you go for like a theme or do you kind of like chuck all the balls on and it looks amazing? So it's themed, but with colour scheme. So it's traditional. So red, green, gold, Santas, nutcrackers. So it's very aesthetic and beautiful, but all of the bubbles have memories. So every time I travel somewhere, I buy a new one. So oh, it's all memories. Nice. Yeah. I, to I feel like you totally could do like a Instagram guide to decorating your tree. <laughs> I feel like I could. At <laughs> home, we used to have five Christmas trees and they all had different colour schemes. It was a whole thing. Wow. I'm so <laughs> glad you're my friend. I want you to come and do my tree, please. <laughs> I would love to do your tree. <laughs> Well, our tree's got a theme. Well, it's not up. I'm looking as if it's up. Guys, it's not up. <laughs> the Christmas tree's not up yet. Um, but I've got these two, like, crazy toddler people who um, basically, yeah, they they ruin everything with trees and things. So, like, a meter down is basically empty. And I had these, like, beautiful glass baubles that, you know, I bought pre-children. And, I mean, who am I kidding? My tree is not child safe in any way, shape, or form. So I need to keep them away from it. <laughs> Um, oh, but, well I don't know I feel like I'm holding on to that one bit of Christmas that's you know 
<laughs> not being taken over by, I don't know, tractors and all those kind of things that my kids are into. <laughs> anyway, let's get to Advent. And this is week three. And it was really great. Last week we were um, chatting with Karen and we were talking about um, God's favor to Mary, how he chose this 14 year old girl to birth his son. And actually she was a refugee. Um, and that was, we had a really honest conversation about what would we feel like if we were 14 and we were put in a situation like that. Um, and we were really talking about how her response is quite incredible. She chooses to focus on God and not her circumstance. Um, and her circumstance was really difficult. And so today um, we're having to think a little bit about the miracle of Christmas and part of Mary's response to being told that she's going to give birth to Jesus' son um, is her declaring about what God is doing in the world um, through Jesus. And so that's our passage today, guys. So Ashley, if you're up for reading it for us, that'd be awesome. Um, and guys, listening. I love it. Okay, so we're going to read Luke 1, verses 51 to 52, and it says, He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but he has lifted up the humble. Uh, and it's such an amazing part of Mary's response. And she here is like talking about who God is for her. And we were thinking about that last time, that, um, that God is this person who provides for her, who sees her, um, and he knows, he's mindful of her. We were talking about that last time. And so for me, I don't know about what jumps out to you, um, but she's saying that God is doing amazing things in her life and in the world around her. Um, and I guess in some ways we can read things like he has scattered those who are proud, that that sounds like not a very nice thing, or you know he has um, brought down rulers from their thrones. But what it's actually saying is the things that are unjust in the world, the things that are really wrong, that cause people harm, God is doing something about because it's not okay. Um, and God is actually a God of justice. God cares about what's happening with people. The same way I guess he really cared about Mary. Um, and I guess it's a promise as well for us to know that he is lifting up the humble, those who maybe don't have everything that they need in life those who maybe don't have it sorted god is there for them he wants to lift them up so that made me think of one question for you ashley um i don't know if you've got something but um what has god been doing in your life that you think is amazing can you ever think god does so many amazing things in my life i could pick from so many things but something that really is standing out for me right now is um I'm currently in this crazy busy season of life and um, I'm doing a postgrad part-time. I'm working two jobs, which is enough for any person, too much for any person. But I really felt God's just carried me through this whole time. I've had several moments, maybe more than several moments, where I thought, I, I just can't do this. Like, I cannot do this. Like, this is too much. I can't do it. And um, that's actually true. Like, I can't do it. I can't do anything on my own. Um but with God, I can, um, and I have, which is insane. Every week that goes by, I'm just astounded that I've managed to do it all. And this is not a long-term thing. <laughs> this is a short, short season that is this crazy. I don't want to do this for my whole life. But um, And it's still been really, really hard work. But I'm getting it all done and staying somewhat sane in that. And that's just an incredible thing that God's doing in my life. And I'm continually astounded um, that God's just giving me all I need in this season. That's amazing. And yeah, like God hasn't called us to burn out. And that's a bit of a challenge for us all, isn't it? But actually, <laughs> sometimes when life is crazy and we feel like it's too much, 
Mm. And when we pray and ask him to help us, he's there. And that's such a good thing to hear. That's awesome. Um, and I don't know if you guys can hear, you probably can. That's like snow on my window. <laughs> We're just going to go with it. Yeah, we've got snow here today. Do you not have snow? No, we have the sun is shining. Well, there you go, guys. Oh, if you're in Glasgow yeah. listening today, the sun is shining up in Aberdeenshire. It is very cold. We all got wet today. Um, okay, amazing. Right. So my next thing I want to ask you, um, Ashley, is um, about miracles. And I think this is a hard topic, but this is what this episode is focusing on. Um, it's the miracle of Christmas. Um, Mary here is declaring that she is getting ready to give birth to God's miracle, his son, who was going to come and save the world. And it is a miracle, but it's a miracle that starts with a little baby, as we know, in a stable. Um, and it's not this nice twee little image. It's a really rough and raw image. Um, and, you know, having given birth to two babies, you know, it was in a sterile environment in a hospital. I can't imagine actually genuinely giving birth in a stable full of cow manure. But that's the reality of this story, right? Um, and so it made me realize that sometimes I think when we pray for miracles, when we pray for God to do the impossible, it doesn't always look like a nice clean hospital, does it? Mm-hmm. It sometimes looks like a really messy stable, a, a really messy cow buyer. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes that can mean that we think, oh, well, God's not answering my prayer. But actually in the very middle of the messiest situation, when like all the rubbish is out on the floor or whatever it is, like that is the kind of place that God does miracles. Mm-hmm. And that really excites me because a lot of my life feels like that, which means I don't have to have my life sorted. I don't have to have this clean, sterile environment for God to do a miracle. So right about way to say to you, like, what miracle do you need right now in your life? If you were going to be really honest, if you were asking God for something that maybe seems impossible, what would it be? Ooh, well, I'm, I'm praying for lots of miracles. I'm always praying for miracles because I really do believe that, um, that God is the God of miracles. Um, but one significant one for me right now is I have some health issues that I've been struggling with for years that really impact my daily life. Um, and I've prayed continuously for God to heal me supernaturally or to provide doctors that can diagnose me and give me medication. Um, And God's decided not to answer that prayer yet. Um, And sometimes I'm angry and sometimes I'm frustrated um, and upset that God hasn't answered my prayer. Um, But then I remind myself that hope is not lost Mm -hmm. and God is still with me even when I'm suffering. Even when I'm having a really bad health day, God's still there and he's still comforting me. Um, And I feel that a good health day is still a miracle. Like even though God's not chosen yet or maybe ever to heal me, having a good day or having a day where I can go out with my friends or my husband, I feel like those are still miracles. And those are like everyday miracles, but they're still a really big deal. so yeah, I just don't take anything for granted when it comes to my health and I really praise God when I can get through um, a day of uni or with friends or something fun without needing to go home. Um, so yeah, God might be saying no and he is saying no right now, but he's still good even if he says no. And I'm still hoping um, for that miracle, but I'm okay if he doesn't grant that miracle that big miracle because he's still granting me lots of very good little miracles oh you're amazing Ashley and I've always found that like your open honesty about your health stuff it really inspires me because 
yeah, sometimes God doesn't seem to answer our prayers. Sometimes the miracles we ask for don't seem to happen. Mm. Um, and I think just being honest about that, like that can be really disheartening. It can leave me feeling really angry. And that's actually okay. I think, you know, I think particularly as Christians, we're like, oh, you can't be angry. I think it's how we're angry. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, my next question was, have you ever had a, a prayer that wasn't answered? But you've answered my question. <laughs> um, but it, when you were talking there, I was reminded of something that somebody, oh, I don't know. It was a podcast I think I was listening to. Mm-hmm. Another podcast that was great. And um, it was talking about miracles and us waiting. And I think there's sometimes this, this, this thing within the Christian church and society where we're waiting for God to do the miracle in our life and then our lives begin. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I'm waiting for God to spell out my purpose. And then when I know that, I'm going to go do it. And actually today right here right now even in this conversation this is a miracle because life yeah. is a miracle um Absolutely. and i think even yeah. seeing new life born is a miracle because mm-hmm. i'm like how in the world god have you made some person that's grown inside me and they've got a whole life with a purpose and character and actually i'm not really res- like i am obviously responsible for my children but i haven't i've not done anything to make my kids the way they are it's god's like that is a miracle before they go and do anything. They are a miracle. Like, so you are a miracle quite literally. Like our life today is a gift from God. And it really changed my perspective, I think, on some of the prayers I don't feel like God has answered this year for me. And, you know, we have been talking about being in dark places the last couple of weeks on this podcast, because I think for Christmas, for lots of people, Christmas is really hard. It's not a time of joy necessarily, or it's not a time of happiness um, it's a time of darkness. It's a time of actually, sometimes our mess comes up to the surface more, or I think life can feel a bit more painful because all this kind of, you should be happy is in your face. And if our lives aren't maybe very happy, I don't know about you, but that can leave us feeling worse, right? Um, yeah. So we are a miracle, literally being here. Um, and your life is a miracle. And I think that really helped me with my perspective on some stuff. Um, and it was a little bit similar to me what you were saying, Ashley. So you are a miracle. Thank you. You're a miracle, Bridget. Oh. <laughs> I love that it's with you. You always make me feel good. Oh, it's so, oh well, I'm glad I make you feel good. I'd be pretty glad if you're like, oh, I hate talking to Bridget. She's got a rubbish chat. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's true. And I think um, I need to know that because sometimes I can be like, oh, well, what difference have I made? Or you know the days when you lose it and you have a rubbish day. And everything goes wrong and it's really hard to think yeah my life is a miracle but actually that's true so that's really cool um i want to quickly knit back to the passage it was talking about how um this passage god brings in rulers those who are proud and i wanted to ask you for you actually like how does that how does that make you feel knowing that this is something that god does or how does it make you feel that god is not okay with injustices like god is not okay with oppression he is not okay with um I guess people coming to harm that shouldn't be. Yeah, I really love this line. It's such a good line. Um, I love that God is a God of justice. He is just. It's who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it just is so incredible um, that he cares for each and every person. He cares when people are wronged and injustice is caused to people. Um, I feel like this one line encapsulates so much. It also reminds me to be humble. um, And it reminds me that seeking after lots of money or power isn't going to do me any good. 
and sometimes I need to be reminded of those things, especially yeah. Christmas. Um, there's so many videos and photos of what everyone's buying for Christmas and getting for Christmas and mm. decorations that they're getting. And um, yeah, they're all so expensive and and actually they're not going to give you any more joy than the ones that you've had in the box in the loft for five years. Um, there's just as much joy in them if not more um, so yeah I think I need to be reminded of a lot of these things as it come up, comes up to Christmas especially justice when we're shopping for our Christmas presents um, it's so important that we don't support exploitation of other humans um, yeah so I feel like there's a lot that just these couple of verses are saying to me oh that's so good Ashley and I think we can lose what this whole season's about. Like, and it's mm -hmm. not there's anything wrong with putting a tree up and enjoying good food and buying people gifts. Like, you know, we're, we're all for that. Like, that stuff's good and nice. Um, but we can get, like, I guess, tangled up in this. I will have a good Christmas if my Christmas family looks like this. And then our family has an argument on Christmas Day. And then we're like, I've got a rubbish family, for instance. Or, you know, um, you know. I have to get this gift and if I get this gift then I'll be happy but maybe we can't afford it or actually I'm going to go into my overdraft because I just want to look great on my Christmas night out but actually I can't afford to do it or whatever it is you know we can lose yeah. we can lose what it's about um so that's a really good thought okay well we're going to wrap this up guys um, and we hope that today's episode has encouraged you and challenged you um but I guess our challenge or our question to you guys listening is as you think about God being this God of justice who has a rescue plan for the world, who has a heart to see us saved, which is what we're going to be talking about next week with Ashley as well. Um, that actually, what does that mean for your life? What does it mean that Christmas is a miracle? How does that change our lives? What difference does that make? Um, and, you know, the line that says, you, you know, he will lift us up. Um, and maybe you don't feel like God's lifting you anywhere. Maybe you feel quite the opposite. But this passage tells us that actually, as we humble ourselves before God, he promises to lift us up. And when God makes a promise, he keeps it. Um, now, the miracle maybe doesn't look neat and clean and tidy. It maybe looks like a miracle born in a stable. But that changed the world. Um, so we hope today's encouraged you guys. Until next time, I hope you guys have a really good day. Thank you, Ashley, for joining us. Thank you, Bridget. And we'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. See you later.